Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, and this is episode four. Today, we're going to be talking about an all-electric mowing business. I tried it and I failed, and here's why it didn't go very well. We're going to break down some common arguments that people have in favor of electric equipment, my story with the all-electric, the benefits of running gas, uh, and then kind of another option at the end, and then we're going to wrap it up. This isn't going to be a super long one, but I got a bunch of really good points here. Uh, I know that there is a new podcast. It's like Landscaper Electrified or something like that. I've listened to a couple of the episodes. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty decent. We're going to have to get them on the show, and we're going to have to have uh, a showdown and a little bit of a debate on why, you know, gas is still better for the time being. So I'm going to walk you through that. All right, first up, common arguments for electric equipment. The first point is it's quieter. And I do have to say it is true and clients do like that. Um, that's actually a valid and good argument. I completely agree with that. Number two, uh, clients like the Go Green campaign and will pay for it. So yes, most of them like it, or they just don't. I, they don't care either way. There's nobody who's like, oh, well, I don't like like the electric stuff. But I don't think it's true that people will pay more for it. And and, and yes, a very small minority of people will pay f- more for it. I do know one client who would would probably happily pay an extra five ten dollars uh, for the electric service, but. That's one of 120 clients, you know. Um, maybe I could count on one hand how many clients appreciated the the electric lawn mower. I mean, everyone kind of appreciated it, but, but would be willing to pay an extra five or ten dollars a cut because really it is more expensive to be running this equipment. Upfront costs are going to be a lot more. Your cash flow is not going to be quite the same because a lot of these machines are very very expensive. So financing is necessary or batteries. You have to front a lot of money for batteries. Like right now, the guys are out working right now, but we have about. If I had to guess, I, I ran the numbers this spring for how much the batteries were, and they've since gone up in price. Uh, I have almost $2,000 in batteries. Now, I did not pay $2,000 for them. I got them with equipment uh, that I spent well over $1,000 for, and then I went out and I spent a couple hundred dollars after that on batteries. I have lost a couple of batteries to moisture. They will smoke, and the batteries are, are donezo. I've had some where the lights on them get messed up, so you have no idea what the charge is. Just, again, moisture. They're very, very moisture-averse, but I don't think it's a very... Yes, the clients like the Go Green thing. Most of them do. Uh, some of them don't care, but... I don't, they're not willing to pay the 10 to 15% more that you're gonna have to charge to justify doing that. So it's gonna just eat into your margin and it's just it's just a little bit of a headache. Point number three is no maintenance. Uh, so this isn't quite true. You still have to buy new blades and batteries routinely. Like I said, batteries break. Moisture, they're really, they really do not work in moisture very well and you have to be super careful. If they get rained on too hard and it goes into like the port that plugs into the power tool, or the plug for the power tool gets wet, it is going to be it's going to ruin the equipment. And now I'm sure in the future they're going to change that, but for the time being, they just they just can't they can't stand up to the moisture. So there there isn't no maintenance. Obviously, there's a lot less maintenance involved because you don't have air filters, oil filters, changing the oils, uh, changing the oil. There's less mechanical moving parts going on. But I do have to say, if it does break for some reason, maybe there's an electrical issue or there's a glitch or or whatnot, whatever would be involved in, in running electric power tools, you're, you're probably gonna have to go and just buy another tool because generally these things are bought at big box stores. There's not really any dealerships for them. And even if there was, it's not really worth it. It's a $150 power tool. Uh, you've already beat on it and it's probably, you know, the, the plastic part of it is already breaking and it's like, it just makes more sense to, to buy another one or you need to buy two of them and have a backup. That's what I did. And uh, like I said, we've, we've gone through before we went through three electric weed backers. 
So, I mean, I bought a total of five of them. So I might as well have just bought a better, you know, higher quality gas options. So, and, and there's no dealerships that are gonna have parts, even if you knew how to fix them and even if it was worth it for them to fix it. So no maintenance is not quite the truth, obviously less maintenance, but I don't know about no maintenance. All right, number four, good resale value. So I've, I've heard this, uh, and actually, I was actually on the, the Mean Green Mowers website. And I was like, and like they, they like they are huge proponents for like the resale value on this thing is incredible. So I went, okay, well, let's find what you know used Mean Green mowers are available. So I found the sixty inch deck. I can't remember what what that mower is called. And I looked, and I I went on Tractor Supply Co. And there were two or three used ones that were available in the United States. Two or three is not a lot of them for the for the whole for the whole country and they were they were asking pretty close to the MSRP of uh, of the actual you know for, of buying it brand new here's the problem they've been sitting there and they had not been sold maybe the the buyer had not taken them down but they had not sold in a couple of months so if it takes a couple of months for something to get and it's just sitting there and it hasn't been sold yet they're probably not worth what they're asking you guys have seen this if you're looking at equipment or, or trucks or toys on on Facebook Marketplace, people will be asking way too much money. You're like, when are they gonna figure out that they are asking way too much money? Things are only worth what people will assign the value to them. And I honestly would never buy a used electric tool like that, especially a big one. The battery's gonna be really expensive uh, to replace. What if they got water and what if it was underwater? You know, I just, there's so many unknowns. Whereas I could just take a gas mower to a shop, they can look it over and say, yep, it's all set or no, don't buy this mower. And it's just like, yeah, I don't, the the resale value thing is just I don't think that's a, that's an argument you can you can especially make because they're not really selling and there's not a whole lot of them available. You can look on Facebook Marketplace. There's almost none available. Tractor Supply Co. Almost none available. There's just a bunch of stuff that's just like I I just don't know where they're getting these numbers from for that. And these mowers are just sitting for a long time. And then the last uh, the last big point that they like to make number five is that they are so light that that these motors are really light and i and i would say yes this is true for like the the more residential grade stuff um they're super light super easy to, to pick up and, and push around and it, it you know it makes it easier on yourself but the problem is there's there's no suction so suction is basically when the when the blade spins uh it sucks the grass up so that it can be cut so if it's if it's moist uh the grass generally lays down because there's water on it uh, and it's not going to suck it up, so you have to go over it two or three times with the same piece of equipment. So light does not necess isn't necessarily a good thing. Now I know that the bigger mowers, the Mean Green, uh, Greenworks has some stuff. There's there's Gravy's getting into it. Um, they they're going to be heavier, so they're going to have better suction. But at the same time, I'm wondering if if they are lighter than their direct competitors, if they're going to have the same kind of suction, and if that's gonna that's gonna cost time on the job. So yes, they are light. But if they're light, then there's not going to be suction, and that's, that's actually a problem. All right, so I went over the five points. They like to say it's quieter. They like to say the, the clients like to go green, no maintenance, good resale value, and it's super light. And I kind of I kind of debunked it a little bit. They, there is there is some validity to it, but they're definitely they're definitely pushing it beyond what it's really worth. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna delve, delve into my story with the all electric. So last year when I was 16 years old, I went out and I bought two uh, Dewalt electric push mowers and I bought two two weed whackers. I already had a Ryobi blower. I spent the receipts around here somewhere, uh, but I spent I spent around twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars on on these this this equipment, which nowadays if I were to go out and buy the same equipment again with all those batteries, it's gonna look like two thousand dollars. So it's 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 getting more and more expensive. And when I first did it, 
I didn't have enough batteries really. I didn't I didn't I didn't really know what I was doing. Didn't have enough batteries. So once my routes started to get you know, a little bit more dense and I had more clients, I realized that I would have to go back sometime halfway through the day and charge up batteries, which by the way, the batteries take a couple hours to charge. Uh, so you have to like at night, you go, you charge them and you wake up in the morning you have to charge them a little bit more or you can leave them in overnight, but then maybe they'll overcharge, maybe they'll overheat, you know, start a fire and, and all these other things that are involved with that. It's just, it's just a lot more. Mixing fuel obviously is not fun either. And there's some consideration in with that, but it's, it's a lot easier than, um, than the whole battery situation. I spent a couple hundred bucks. I said I had some water damage with some batteries. I got I got absolutely soaked. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what I was doing. Lost probably $200 in batteries. You know, as a 16-year-old, and you just spent everything you have starting this business, you lose $200 worth of batteries. It's just, it's crushing. It's crazy. It, and, and it was really exhausting. Switching batteries, lugging them around, and dealing with, with weather damage and that and that sort of thing. It was just, it just really didn't feel worth it. And I get it, it was lighter weight. I could I could move stuff around easier and that was part of the way that I was able to make it happen last year. But but there's a very clear reason why this year, now I have a trailer and I can just put the gas mower, push mower on there. Uh, Cause it's just it's just so much more convenient, so much easier than, than picking the thing up, switching out, making sure the batteries are switched out, making sure we have enough charge in the batteries, that the batteries aren't getting wet. And there's just, there's just a lot more to think about. So it just became exhausting. And then I realized it just wasn't scalable. And what I mean by that is I had a certain amount of money that I was budgeting to build this company. And I said, I want to have a certain amount of clients. And I got to say that to build that client base, it takes time and it takes a lot more money than people think it does. It just, yeah, it just didn't make sense to do given the fact that a lot of the new stuff, like I said, the mean green mowers, they're just, they're just so expensive. Greenworks, and I didn't want to push mow for another year. I wanted those zero turns. And the only way that I could find good, accessible, affordable, uh, equipment was to go gas and honestly looking back I do have I have zero regrets yes there's oil that's there's all these different things but I don't have to think about the equipment you know sitting outside in the rain in my backyard I don't have to think about not using it when it's wet uh, maintenance is pretty straightforward I can ask people for advice on the stuff I'm not learning I can I can there's, there are more resources out there doing this and like I said it, it just was not worth it because the clients did not care that much now I probably there's a couple of clients who say yeah we, we yeah obviously they prefer electric it's quieter ooh, eco-friendly all the stuff and I'm like would you be willing to pay more for it and the answer is is maybe five dollars more a month and anything beyond that we would just go with another service because it just yes it's convenient and they're just kind of pushing you to do something that they want you to do and at a certain point, you just have to say, no, I'm going to do whatever works best for me. And it did not work and it just wasn't scalable. Now, I don't think it's going to be scalable um, within the next five years. After five years, we can definitely revisit this topic. I'm sure technology is going to come really, really far uh, in that amount of time. But I just don't I don't think it, it's, it makes sense and it's scalable. It's just so incredibly expensive. And it's just there's so much unknown here. So I'm going to jump right into uh, the next section, gas benefits, the benefits of using, you know, gas string trimmers mowers, blowers, that kind of stuff. First off, there's plenty of used stuff. So you can find a good deal on used equipment and it's an engine, okay? Pete, there's tons of people who know how to fix this engine. It's not hard to get it fixed. It's not expensive to get it fixed. Uh, it's, not, it's not hard to find people who know how to do these things and you can find good deals if you're putting together your setup and you're on a limited budget. You're probably not going out and buying brand new equipment. I know some people who do that but if you're getting started, if you're if you're a teenager or a young person, you're not, in, you know, you're trying not to have a lot of overhead. It's going to be better just to get the used stuff, and and the the quality of the gas stuff is is generally going to be better. I would not buy a used electric 
blower or whacker just because I don't know if they fried the internals already. I don't know if their battery is messed up and I'm only gonna find out after using it really hard in the heat for a day. Uh, so it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Fill it up quick. I know that batteries take a long time to charge. And I know some people are like, well, I can charge it super fast in my truck. I got the super fast charger. Yeah, but how much does that cost? It's a $700 fast charger to charge it and it can keep up with the weed whacker and maybe the mower, but I just can't keep up with the blower. The blowers use so much battery life. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so you can fill it up quick. You just, just you have your mixed fuel, you pour it right in there and you get back to work. If you run out of batteries, you're toast because it's, you're gonna have to wait another hour, two hours, three hours, I don't know, or you're gonna have to spend a couple extra hundred dollars to get more batteries or to get a faster charging system. And the other thing is gonna be more power. Uh, a lot of people are talking about this with the electric stuff. The blowers just do not have the power. If you go like a backpack electric blower, which is kind of stupid because it's like, you don't really need a backpack for it, but it's just kind of to get that, that higher power quality, to give you the quality, to see so your arms not falling off because you got four batteries in this thing and it's crazy heavy. They, they put out like 175 mile per hour wind when for a, an electric backpack blower, when you can get for probably $150, $200, you can get a handheld gas blower that has literally the same amount of power and it's half the price and you don't have to buy additional batteries. And if you run out of batteries with your backpack blower, you're in huge trouble because you have to either wait for it to charge or you have to have extra batteries. And it's just, it's, it's crazy, it's crazy guys. The blowers are just not there. They don't have the same level of power. They're way more expensive. So definitely blowers doesn't make sense. Now whackers, mm, there's kind of some commercial stuff coming up. You know, Greenworks has some stuff, Ego has some stuff. There's a couple of things that work fine, but you can't get like these beast of a weed whacker. Like Steel has, and Echo has some, some beastly, beastly weed whackers, whereas Greenworks, yeah, I mean, they're all kind of like middle of the road. You know, they're not, this, the Steel electric lineup is not beating the Steel gas lineup in power. And I gotta say, a lot of people are like, well, it has plenty of power, it's never died out on me. I'm, we weed whacked, um, the grass was probably two feet tall because we, we didn't think we could fit one of our, our mowers back there. So we were weed whacking it down. And one of the guys fried the mower on one of my weed whack, the electric weed whackers. I used the old stuff, fried the motor on that just because the grass was so long and it just wrapped right up under into it. And it happened way too fast. And, and it was like, these things were struggling to do this. And anytime that they could get a grip, they would just wrap it right up into the motor and just burn the motors out which is pretty expensive because it means you have to go buy a new one. So the gas alternate does have more power and actually it results in, in like a f and more speed. And, and in this industry, efficiency is basically your primary focus is you need to be as efficient as possible. So more power definitely helps with that. Mowers, I don't really know what the power looks looks like for both of those. I know that Mean Green is pretty in track. Bravely, their electric lineup, Toro, their electric lineup, those mowers are pretty similar speed-wise as the as the gas alternatives. I haven't looked into the zero turns as much. I'm, I'm curious to see what the blade speed is, how many RPM that is, uh, you know, revolutions per minute of the blade uh, electric versus gas. I would reckon it's probably pretty similar. So that so mowers, maybe not a huge thing, but again, the price of that mower, oh my goodness, a $25,000 $25,000 for, you know, a 60 inch deck electric mower. You're crazy. And I know Gravy's coming out, Toro's coming out with new ones. And honestly, I'm just going to look up right now how much those those mowers are going for because, yeah, the $25,000 is, is way, 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 way too much to be spending on on a, on a 60 inch mower. You see, Gravely EV mower. 
Let me see price. Let's look at price. See if that pops up sooner. <clears throat> Gravely Eevee mower price and guide list. Let's check this out. I guarantee most of these things, like the higher ticket stuff, they won't even show you how much it costs. They're like, contact your dealer today. I'm like, no, no, no. Tell me how much this thing, how much this thing costs. Features, accessories, reviews. Okay, so I checked it out. I checked out Gravely. Um, mean Green Mowers, I, I kind of memorized what the pricing is. I just looked at how much a Gravely Electric Zero Turn is. They're literally over $30,000 for a Gravely Electric Zero. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Greenworks has some commercial mowers that are under $20,000, so they're probably the cheapest ones. The Mean Green Mowers probably about $25,000 for a 60-inch deck mower, guys. This is crazy pricing. But anyway, yes, more power, especially with the handheld tools. The ride-on stuff, I have no idea because there's not a whole lot of testing with that stuff. Uh, they have not been out for a long time. And all that it is is kind of the electric brands just kind of hating on the gas brands, just saying, hey, we're more power, better, faster, all these things. And you're like... I don't really know if that's a fact. You know, you guys could just be making up to sell it. Um, there's, yeah, so there's <laughs> plenty of used stuff out there. You can get great prices on it. You can fill it up quick and there's more power. Those things are huge. Those things all together can save you thousands of dollars, can make you thousands more dollars in profit, and honestly just provide a better experience where you're not frustrated because the weed whacker doesn't have enough power. You're not frustrated because it's dry season and people won't you know, get their lawns mowed and you can't afford to be in your apartment and make your, your mower payment for your $30,000 electric lawn mower. It's just crazy. And, and a lot of people just have to make it work with the electric stuff. Whereas what I'm saying here is until the technology is good enough, that there's enough people doing it that you can easily just look up what kind of setup you should have and what kind of setup works best until you can find that. If you're still drilling holes in the bottom of your zero turn to do this, that, and the other thing because it's electric and you don't know what's going on with this and you have to get a special trailer and an inverter and a this and a that and until it becomes ubiquitous, until financially this thing on paper makes sense to run an electric crew, I, it just does not make sense. That's why I stopped doing it. Now there is one more option, and that option I'm running this year, and that's a hybrid option. So it's, it's I'll use gas mowers, so push mower, uh, walk behind mower, and zero turn, all of those are gas, but then I'll use electric uh, blowers and whackers. So a couple of benefits of that. You save money on fuel, I already have the batteries, I've already fronted the money, so it, it just kind of makes sense for me to save on fuel doing that. It is quieter, people like that. Blowers, gas blowers and, and gas whackers are really, really, really loud. And yes, there are fumes involved. It's not the healthiest way of doing it. Um, yes, there's there's also, but there's also some like EMF kind of stuff coming from the electric stuff. So either, either one of them is not perfect, um, but it's definitely quieter to do the hybrid option. Because you kind of get you kind of get a good part of both worlds without paying a huge huge price. There is less maintenance. It's super intuitive for new guys coming on. You just pull the trigger. They don't have to figure out choke and mixing fuel and all this stuff. So electric works well for that. But at the same time, on the mower, you should probably know what you're doing a little bit more. So it's fine that it has choke and all this stuff. And it is a good marketing trick. It's something that that I've used in the past to be like, hey, we use electric stuff, and people kind of. People generally hop for that stuff, and they're like, oh, cool, great, yo. Will they pay more for it? Like I said, no, but it's something to differentiate yourself. A lot of the electric stuff can be super cheap, even buying it new versus buying, like, a used gas thing, which, you know, there can be repercussions to that, and, uh, you know, the cheaper gas string trimmers and, and blowers are, are not super-duper cheap. So if you want to go dirt cheap and, like, quality is not a huge thing for you, just you just want to get the job done, get your feet off the ground, um, you know, 
kind of get your feet wet a little bit, then, then the, the electric options, there are some super cheap ones for that. Um, and they do integrate with other tools, right? We have the Walt drills that we, we could put the Walt batteries in. Uh, so, so it integrates kind of well with that. So, so you could just stick the drill in truck and you could just have that and you could just switch out batteries. But that's, the, that's kind of it. It's really up to you guys what you want, how you want to play it. Startup costs, um, electric is going to be so much more expensive, especially if you want to do what I'm doing right now. I have over, I have around 120 clients, probably more than that by now, 120 clients. We do between 80 and 90 jobs a week and using electric tools to do that would be very, very difficult. And I see a lot of guys out there doing the electric stuff and I'm like, how are you guys making money? And the answer is they really aren't. They're just kind of geeking out on a hobby of theirs. It's it's a hobby. That's what it is. It's a hobby. So the electric stuff is something that they can geek out over in a hobby, whereas the gas stuff is like kind of geeking out about it as much. It's not stuff you have to fix and, and do all these ooh, special little things. You put a striping kit on it. You could, uh, you could put a side discharge blocker on it. You got your roll bar. Maybe you get uh, the X wheels from Michelin that you can run over rocks and you can cut your tires up and they'll, they'll never go flat. Um, you can make investments in that and it's kind of cool stuff. But at the same time, it's it's not electric and, and new and fancy. And, and I think this is kind of, this is it's it's, it's not a trend. I, I think it is here to stay, but it is not, it's not ready to be adopted almost it's, it's almost being adopted too much right now and the kind of people who are adopting it it's kind of a hobby there are people making money i don't i don't want to you know be a naysayer and say oh there's nobody out there there are people out there i've seen you know setups with enclosed trailer and solar panel on the top and all this stuff but his overhead is so 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 high you have to do so many properties and if you're a new guy starting out it is so much more simple buy the gas stuff learn how to do a good quality job, learn how to do everything else. And if you want to get fancy with your equipment, if you want to go electric, if you want to spend what is $32,000 on an electric zero turn, go ahead and do that. But I'm going to say starting out, it's going to make a whole lot more sense to go gas in the beginning. Like I said, if you want to go cheapo, there are some super cheap uh, electric options out there. But guys, don't do this to yourselves. Don't, don't, don't buy electric thinking that you can make more money electric versus gas. You can't. It's just different. And there's a lot of pros and there's a lot of cons. I think right now the cons outweigh the pros. I'd be interested uh, in sitting down with some people who, who disagree with me. But it's just, yeah, it's just not worth it. So, guys, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to leave us a review. Five stars always helps us out. People come down like, oh, great, five stars. Yeah, they're legit. We are legit. Like I said, I'm going to be posting Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So subscribe or follow or whatever it's like on your podcast, wherever you get podcasts. And uh, turn on those notifications. Make sure you download this podcast. You can listen to it wherever, whenever, whether you have Wi-Fi or not. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Peace.